Alright, how y'all doing, CT Squad? It's your boy Mike. And your boy Alex. And welcome to another episode of Couch Talks. As this is your first time listening to us, Couch Talks is a podcast series dedicated to emotional intelligence and character development for the average millennial, meaning all things business, finance, relationships, spiritality. I got it right this time. Look at that. Yeah. And uh, wow. yeah, all the above. So if that sounds good to you, uh, pull up a couch seat chair, grab a beer, and uh, let's talk. But before we get into that, we have ourselves a special guest. We do. As usual. We got special guests for days, I go way days, far bro. back with oh, this yeah. individual. Uh, it's my boy, Stephen Cortelli. He's a very good friend of mine. I go all the way back to middle school with this guy. Uh, he struck me as a very interesting individual, and he said he wanted to be on this podcast. And I figured I'd give him the opportunity. Uh, he's also helped us out with like a bunch of lighting and video and uh steven why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself bro yeah absolutely thank you for having me on guys honestly it's a privilege to be here yeah man so uh, my name is steve cortelli i'm 24 year old uh digital marketing uh analyst that works uh at you know blue cross uh and over the years i guess uh as alex said you know kind of grew up uh in the you know canton michigan area me and alex went to school together uh at pset right and, uh, park life. I exactly. Get it. <laughs> the park life. Many, Damn. many can relate Jeez. with the park life <laughs> in the area. Right. But uh, yeah, man, you know, really just been sticking around the area as of late. And uh, I, I, I want to say that, you know, as of late, just kind of reached a new chapter in my life that's been like really, I guess, what I've been working towards, I want to say the past, like what, like five, six years, right? Um, and just kind of like, I guess, share that journey with uh, you guys and just kind of, you know, give out the experience that I've kind of come across and see if people have anything to take from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely, bro. That's yeah. what it's all about. We're just here to help man. each other. So. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, your guys' podcast really struck me as interesting just because, like, you know, I, I love to cooperate with people and make stuff because it's impossible to just do it on your own. Yeah, like, it's tough, like, bro. I, it's I, tough. I started just with a camera, like, in my parents' room. And, like, granted, it hasn't grown as much as, like, you know, you'd always like it to. Right, right. right but, right, like, right, it right. is just so weird to just be in a room by yourself and, like, talking to a Yeah. Like, you feel kind of crazy exactly, a little bit. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Like, you're just yeah. in a room talking as you would normally. Right, But, right, like, right, right. no one's around. Or it's just yeah. you and another person and a camera. And, right. like, you, you know, trying to keep it interesting so much easier when you find other like-minded individuals who are actually like let's make some content let's you know like create something that can we we can broadcast out there well, absolutely right? it makes it yeah. so much easier well thanks know? for joining us my dude yeah, man, yeah thank man. you very much yeah. hell yeah we appreciate you well let's get into this liquid courage segment so <laughs> what you found this this is kind of uh, a uh, place that was by my house a uh, little liquor store and they actually have quite a few beers and different types of alcohol there which is kind of crazy you switched uh, up your spot this time i did okay yes okay. because eventually <laughs> it, the flavors and the brand start to dwell unfortunately you're so right, you gotta right, branch out right. yeah I feel well right. with this one it, it struck me as pretty good it's a mexican style lager uh it's called armadillo i'm not really sure where they're based out of uh oh actually it's uh yeah it is uh arbor brewing company Oh, Ypsilanti, wow. Michigan. Hey, so another <laughs> Michigan beer Back for Michigan you today, beer. CT okay. Squad. Like okay. they're probably getting scared for a second. Yeah. Like, where's all our Michigan beers? I'm like, listen, I mean, I'm sorry. Hey, listen, exactly. we gotta represent exactly. the state, man. I mean, all the people like they need money too. Like, yeah, all these potholes, we need to get yeah. these fixed. Right? That's why there's beer, so you don't feel yeah, the if they fix them, right? <laughs> 
Dead. Well, right. you know what, boys? Let's crack her open and see what we got. Absolutely. Cheers, mates. That's oh, it's. I mean, it's smooth. It's just. Yeah. What is that? I don't, I don't even know what that is. It, it almost tastes like an IPA, but I don't yeah, really yeah. know yeah. if it is. Like I it's weird because it doesn't have. It's got like a bitter taste as you the drink it. The aftertaste yeah. is kind of like lingering, you know. Yeah. yeah. What you guys wow. say, good or bad? Is it honestly? Yeah, it's know. not too bad. It's all right. I mean, I definitely say it's an acquired taste yeah. for sure. Um, but. I mean, if someone had this at a party, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't no. down them. You know. Yeah. yeah it just feels what, empty. Four point four percent. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. take a few. You know. Yeah. 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 It feels a little empty. Like I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for like yeah, a kick in somewhere exactly. or some flavor or something. It's just. Eat. It's very very consistent. Yeah. But again, it just sticks around. You know, <laughs> yeah, it just sticks around. <laughs> it sticks around. That aftertaste. <laughs> I'm dead. Well, Mr. Wallace, actually, aside from this liquid courage we have here, I'd like to get into the topic that you have for us today. Yeah. yeah, What is that, sir? Uh, Today, I want to talk to you guys about creating content in a saturated market. Uh, I feel like it's one of the things with technology now, and I guess I don't want to be too hard on the younger generations, but with so much content being pumped in, uh, all the time, it just it makes it kind of kind of difficult to get yourself going, right? Or even have the motivation to when you have so much. There's so much out there. It kind of when it comes to content creation, you're kind of like, well, what should I do that hasn't been done, or what can I do? And it, it's it's a lot. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's a hundred percent true. I mean, think about it. Like if none of these people were here listening to us, we wouldn't really have this podcast. I mean, that's the way you got to look at it. I mean, everybody starts somewhere. Especially you and I. We got a huge backstory for you guys. <laughs> you know, I met, I met Michael in college, and uh, I, I wasn't really talking to people too, too much. I was just kind of going to school, doing what average college students do, kind of awkward, quiet. <laughs> and, you know, Michael decided to sit next to me in an algebra class. It was like the first algebra class that we ended up having. Fuck algebra. And... <laughs> I was like, he's like, yo, can I sit here, bro? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, you know? And we just ended up really connecting, like, on, like, a very broad spectrum in a lot of different things with emotional intelligence, character development, and we, that friendship just started to grow. And what has it now been? It's, like, been seven years or something like that. Damn near. Like, it's been a while. So, like, you know, and I've always fucked with you, bro. Like, you've always been somebody who I can relate to come to talk to and you know you just uplift everybody in the in the room man I every environment like, you're in i feel like you're either getting ready for a proposal or dinner what are you i you am bro one <laughs> right, hey here's right, your good. ring right here actually oh, surprise yeah, buy me dinner first hold up now it's a no, process man, it's, it is very much who you surround yourself with you know a lot of the times right it, like i i've noticed over the years especially from my transition from like high school to college is that the people that are actually like you know good for you and want to be around you like we'll stay around you you know like they'll stay around and and actually motivate you to be better and like you know work on things and 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 at least you know above all like listen to you and and hear you out about what you aspire to be right right bad people will dwindle those things and kind of just oh yeah taper you off judge you right oh yeah absolutely you know and i mean hey you can have your opinion but at the very least like you know make it sarcastic or like joke about it with them right or be realistic you know some people are just you can't 
stuffle someone else's motivation yeah. to do something, right? You I feel like, like yeah, be there for them. that yeah. might come from like I don't know. Is it like what you say? It's insecurities. And people are just like, oh, they see you doing a lot, and they're like, uh, I mean, man, oh, like you? it depends really on the time, I guess, right? Because like, right. especially for me specifically, when I was younger, like I hung out with just a really weird crowd of people that I, I just, you <laughs> I know, think we all, did yeah, at right, some like point, at, yeah, at some point, yeah. you, you really just start to like, you know, it's just that high school shit right like, yeah you, know, you, you yep. go through <laughs> fake groups of people but then you notice like when you, you graduate high school you kind of get out in the real world right those right. people kind of just fade away right and then all that stands or is like willing to be built upon are the real relationships where it's like oh yeah I enjoy hanging out with that person like they uplift me they make me feel good and of course you want to return that favor to them you know that's just like i guess what constitutes being a good friend to somebody you know right. And with content creation, man, like, you know, like I said, it's, it's tough to find two people who are like, yeah, let's like, let's go for it. Let's yeah. do something, commit to something. It's weird because yeah. I feel like often people wind up like tapering off or like, like it's always winds up starting off being like on a, a like-minded standpoint and then mm-hmm. one person's more into it than the other. And then it's like, oop, another person's like, you know, I just don't want to do it anymore. Off, yeah. 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 And it's kind of tough. Yeah. It, it's it, even like scheduling this. I'm sure you have some people who are just like, I can't make it right. Oh like, yeah. They get yeah, they nervous, yeah. you know, yeah. and I get yeah. that man, right. like being in front of a camera and, and being put on record, so right. to speak. Yeah. Right? It's a lot. Digital space. Right. Right. This is true. This is true. Once it's out there, it's out there. And you know, all it takes is one troll to come, you know, and freaking do that. Yeah. Like, you know, it very much is, uh, it's a risk you guys are willing to take, but one that you should, you're both clearly working hard towards. And like, right. it, it's exciting, man, because who knows? Eventually you'll have your own studio, and then next thing you know, your own production team, right? Yeah. And then, like, you have, you just keep climbing in viewership. And it is a struggle, and it's it's satisfying, but it is very draining, man. Oh, yeah, no, I bet. I bet. You know, like, you, you yeah. pump out this, yeah. and then it's like, all right. It's already, it's like, one. it's time again. I'm like, gosh, damn, yeah. where did time go? go? Yeah. No time to breathe. Yeah. No time yeah. to breathe, man. And that's just how it is, man. Yeah. Especially with, like, people like Jake Paul you in, like, and all these influencers. It's, like, every Non-stop. Day. Yeah. How do yeah. I get in front? You know, it's, like, it's, how do I, I guess, get people to talk about me all the time? Or, like, you know, at least make something that people like. Right. Uh, right. right. And it's, it is very dra- borderline like depressing if that's all you yeah because i feel on, like right? you wind up losing yourself in the process in right because you're like especially yeah, you have like those daily uploaders it's just like is that if that person's not being authentically them and they're just putting on like a show for whatever like i feel like you're gonna want to be more that person than yourself that's what's taking the most yeah, of your time yeah, yeah. oh and, the, uh-huh. and these people put on these facades right of like these fake characters you know because like uh people talk about how you know they aren't who they see on camera and I, to an extent that's true right like right. for me like the first time I created a video was literally out of spite of like another person <laughs> right like I, I just like oh. it was just me acting out it was uh, a yeah. like a uh, uh, you remember Paul Paul Tacy. I do yeah. remember Paul Tacy. Yeah. Uh, he, he was in Herbalife and uh, oh. that was like a very big like you know health yeah. multi-level marketing company and I was just like man this is bullshit like <laughs> oh, everyone everyone was becoming a distributor and it seemed yeah. like they were kind of the ones that were like the first seed so to speak and that was uh, for me like I just I couldn't handle it because me being a business student like going into business college right. I'm like right. this is all like of, of essentially an exploitive recruiting scheme right. in which the bottom people are doing all the work spending all the money and the people that are encouraging them to do so telling them that their life is going to be improved are the ones that are taking yeah that cash it's super cost effective exactly <laughs> it's hey it's yeah. great if you want yeah. to talk business oh yeah you know, yeah no. dumb, but like <laughs> right, right. but is it morally is it ethically correct no, absolutely not because no, you know you're no. selling people 
five hundred dollars worth of product, knowing true. damn well yeah. you're not going to sell any of no, that. No, but no, you're fucked. I got five hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. You know? I'm peed already. We're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, it's kind of fucked, man. It's fucked. You, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so what encouraged me to like make my first videos because I kept seeing people just keep getting recruited into this thing, and it was ultimately like. I gotta just. <laughs> I, gotta I gotta say something. I gotta let it yeah. out. Like I can't. Yeah. And I, I remember like I made a stupid Instagram story about it, and uh, and a lot of people reacted to it because you know they, like they slide into your DMs yep. and they'll react yep. to your stuff. Yeah. And uh, and you know the engagement from that was almost like a, just a very big hit of dopamine. Okay. And uh, okay. you know I was just like I wonder if I could create like a video kind of conveying why this whole entire thing is bullshit, and that was like I guess my first kickoff into like. That's pretty creating dope. Something. Yeah. I, it, it was, but like at the same time, like I shouldn't let that <laughs> trigger yeah. me to want to create, right? Like I shouldn't right. like let someone else like, or I guess someone else's like business decisions trigger me to like do something. I should do it because, you know, I want to do right. it. Right. Well, no, it was weird because that's what uh, happened with Alex and I when we, because we would have a lot of these similar co- topics like on our own, like whether it be at my place or his place. And then, you know, people who were around, they might join in and they seem interested in it. But for me, what mainly fueled me was college. I fucking hated the whole college system. Oh, like, I hated system that. Remember Mr. Shalon? Oh, gosh. Don't He's an Arabic that teacher we oh, had. He could barely oh, speak English. Oh, no. We don't speak toxic. Barely. Mr. Shalon. We don't. No, no, no. Eagle, hey, he was pretty no. funny, though. I'll yeah. give him that. He was funny, all right? So was his grading <laughs> system. No, yeah. fuck that guy. No. Yeah, his grading system. Was no, ass. No, but uh, oh man, yeah, they all have their own approach to that. They do, they do, yeah. And I'm, I'm tired of that too. I'm not even gonna. That's a wormhole. I'm not even gonna go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what fueled me. And I'm just like, all right, like I have to, I have to say something because I keep seeing it. And I'm like, it's like this elephant in the room. So we gotta do something about it. So we're like, well, why don't we just make a podcast just addressing things and similar topics? And then yeah. this wound up just. Yeah, so it probably wasn't the best thing to start off to fuel whatever, but it got the ball yeah, rolling. But sometimes, yeah. like, it, everybody's got a different fuel, I feel, to do something. Right. And it right. might be negative, it might be positive, but at the end of the day, when you really look at it, it's always going to be positive. Because if you're actually successful with what it is that you're doing, right, and for, say, like, it was something bad that stemmed you, just like what you had said, Steve, like, with the whole herbal life thing, and I remember hearing about all that yeah, shit. That know, was everywhere. Paul, yeah. you know, we just wanted. You just gotta watch, Absolutely. like you know, because I and right now, as far as I'm concerned, he's doing pretty good with himself yeah. now compared to you know what they were all the shit going on in herbal life. Like yeah. I never, you know, yeah. got into that shit. I was just. Yeah. Eh. And it's not like I wish ill upon that person, right? right. I just wanted right. to kind of point out, like you're kind of being stupid. Yeah. Like you're kind of making yeah. a bad business decision, putting all of your chips on red right. and right. like hoping to God, like this is it. This Some is how I'm going to get rich. Mentality. Exactly. <laughs> yep. And like, that's yep. just yep. not how it works, man. Like, yeah. you know, like, you, like if you really think even at my current job, like I said in the beginning, I work for an insurance company and like I work every day making these reports and I make good money at it. Right. I right. understand that it's not going to make me a multimillionaire. Right. Like it's just a source of income for my, right. my lifestyle. Right. And that's right. totally like, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like having that, having that, um, that I guess block of a job, right? Like the, the nine to five that yeah. so many people, all the these consistency gurus will tell you. Reliability. Yeah, that's yeah, terrible, yeah. right? Yeah, they, yeah. They're just like, oh, the nine to five is terrible. Yeah. It's really not. Right. Like, you know, you're like, right, you know, right, you're right. making passive income and, you know, you're doing what you're doing and if you have the energy, you do what you love afterwards and hope that that yeah. can eventually supply right. you with your living. You know, like if, uh, you know, you, you put all those chips on red, like I'm just going to do this. Uh, I just feel like it kind of very much narrows your scope 
for success. Like if that were the case, like every other person around you is also going to be just as exactly yeah. how is that going to exactly it's not going to work exactly yeah, right exactly. like yeah. it, it only really works in situations like this right where like you guys have a viewership right i have a viewership we're both going to post about it so absolutely the fans will you know the two different subscriber groups and i only have like 400 will like collide. only 400 yeah i like mean, hey, 400 it's, beginning, <laughs> it's a beginning right like yeah it, the, so you like, gotta start collide. somewhere bro. exactly right. you gotta right. start you know? somewhere nobody's and, out here getting you know, like what well, one thing that struck me. Here's what you gotta understand. Some of these people who are living like these fantasies, you know, all these big YouTubers and stuff like that. Like I even have an example. Look at um uh, and, and what you gets you what boys, gets you actually crazy. Uh -huh. Yeah, Milena. Yeah. And as well as uh what's her face? What's that girl's name? Bad Babby. Dude, Bad did you see that? Man, when that girl turned 18 years yeah, old, oh in one day on her OnlyFans, she made $1.6 million. Jeez. That was the record for OnlyFans Jeez. of income in one day. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Dude, See, that's I ridiculous. I didn't that's absolutely thing, ridiculous, dude. That just shows you how many, like, oh, like sick, bro. and she got her business brought off of toxicity. Literally, she got off a yeah, yeah. off a doctor Phil. The Paul's are no different, bro. The Pauls yeah. are no different. And hey, what I did was no different. Right. Causing a stir, calling someone out within my own little community of people. Right. I I picked an individual <laughs> that I was like, you know what? I don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna say something about it. And I did. And as toxic as that was, and a lot of people I know were just like, oh, what a douchebag, like saying saying that, and uh, you know, making a fool out of this person, like. That's just how the world works. You see celebrities do it. You see Drake and Kanye do it. Yeah. Like it generates a stir. You see yeah. Bad Baby do it. Generates a stir. People get talking. People love it. People consume it. And right. like it's almost like, you know, because people at the end of the day sometimes have nothing better to do. I don't care how busy you are. There is a time of your day where you are on the internet right. and you have right. nothing better to do. You got and you the like time. to consume some shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, like, true. it's true. And, and people like good engaging stuff, which is like, you know, the better you get at your storytelling, which as you guys progress, you right. know, you get your own equipment. You start making your own like intros, like so maybe you get like a little uh, soundboard too, yeah. right? Like you, yeah. you start to execute better and execute for the viewers, and the retention really gets there. Um, okay, for sure. And like you know, it just I've, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but like, <laughs> no, but like you know, you start to I guess generate talk, okay. so to speak, right? From like right. I guess creating these stirs, if you will, because you you know the the Saeed Arbab thing, right? Like that was a big oh, face. Oh yeah. gosh! Oh, yeah. I remember, Mr. That, R. Bob. Yes. Hey. Oh boy. We'll see you in four years, bud. You know, like oh, it's geez. just like you know, it, I, I like personally, like that was another thing where it was like, listen, bro, he got what he deserved, absolutely. right? At the end of the day, you know how many people were fucked in that? I just remember that, dude. This kid ended up on a fucking documentary, for Christ's sake, like on HBO Max. It's yeah. called Generation Hustle. So if you guys haven't oh. seen that, yeah, go I check it out. I have seen. I have seen trailers. All about basically kids slash people who have scammed a bunch of people out of money. Like, and it just shows you. I mean, Isn't obviously the there's people out there who know how to do that. They're the scam artists. You know, they come out with the basics like Instagram, or you try and act like a hot girl, and like you're yeah, asking you're boys, guys for money, <laughs> or life coach. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you, you just see all this shit that goes on. And with Syed, I really hope he learned. You know, I, I really do at the end of the day. You know, because he did fuck a lot of people. There was a lot of people, like Aaron Miller being one of those people. Like, and Aaron Miller, he's doing good with himself. You know, he's actually came out. He's an attorney. He's in his last year of 
uh, law school at Wayne State. He's an, uh, uh, an amazing individual, very, very intelligent. And I'm glad that these people all came together to bring this person to justice for what they've done. Because he had the hedge fund grew to like $1.2 million, dude. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. And like, how long was that? That was, I I mean, that was going over the span of, I'd say, like two to three years, right? When I was a sophomore in college, I remember seeing him like posting about like his lavish, you know, like lifestyle that he was like going to Vegas, going to casinos, going to bars and stuff. And that was cool. But like, there was definitely something within me that was like, well, what's going on here? And then I caught wind of what was going on. He hit me up on uh, one of his texts later on in the scam when he was just literally looking to leech money off people. Uh, and it was just like a, it was just a simple vest- investment opportunity where like, you know, I'll, I have a hedge fund and give me some money and I'll grow it. I'll put it in this account. Like I keep track of everything. You'll oh, be fine. He's yeah, one of exactly, those. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, wow. And he kind of like it's benefited of off word of mouth. Like, yeah. and yeah. as well as the social media. And you know, like, um, he, you know, posted all this lavish lifestyle of like him going to Vegas, spending all this money the whole time, spending his investors' money Ooh. in Vegas uh, on the cars, anxiety. on the parking tickets. Because he got a what was it, a Corvette? He got a nice Corvette. Couldn't park C-O-6, for shit. Bro. Couldn't park for shit. Would post. I wish I had. Oh, I wish I had screenshotted all that. Because I have, I have screenshots. I have pictures of contracts. I have everything. Because this is a video I wanted to create on my own. Another <laughs> video of me right. calling out someone in my community a bigger individual so to speak with a bigger following and telling them like hey you're a piece of shit who shouldn't be proud because he's proud of this documentary oh i bet he is i bet he's he's very proud of like uh oh this whole documentary is made about me i don't think he got royalties from the contract i saw he got paid out a flat fee which doing the math seems to have been you know given to the victims right uh because he told me how much like the guy went on a lot of benders that whole time during the you know, COVID and the court cases, like Jeez. he he would blow my DMs up, and it was clear he was just like high on some shit, like <laughs> freaking out, like you know, saying all this stuff, and I'm just, you know trying to mock me. Meanwhile, like you know, I'm in my apartment, like about to buy a house, and he's like telling me like I'm a piece of shit, like I'm not worth anything, you know, and I'm like, bro, like you're about to go to jail, <laughs> like, oh, you know, like um, yeah, that half a million in restitution, yeah, like. dude. Like Ooh. and 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 how you're talking about like you're a felon, you're a felon. But this dude. has happened before though, right? What's that that beach thing? Was it was Ja Rule or whatever? He yeah, had some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire yeah. festival. Yeah. I mean, it's no yeah. different. It's the okay. exact same type of okay. shit. I mean, an event or an investment opportunity, right? Like, the, right, you, right. Choose yeah. your choose same your scam, difference. right? Yeah. Like, it's it's a it's a huge you know potato potato, I guess, right? Like, that's crazy. It's different how the, the their approach to stealing your money and putting it away, whether it's poor execution with with uh you know financial planning and event planning or it's mishandling of funds and you know just like a person who gets and i think that's what it was i don't think there was any ill content i don't think he started the company with like i'm gonna steal everyone's money (laughs) yeah Uh, i think it just became so big Uh, that eventually he lost It becomes an addiction yes that's the problem it becomes an addiction it's something that you constantly want to just it, it, and greediness comes with that as well, too, because you got to think if you're the individual who's at the top, right? You're the one who is making the most income on this scheme, okay? And that's how people, you know, and not everybody's going to realize that. I mean, because he did, what was that? A lot of people got affected in Georgia when yeah. he was in Athens, Georgia, right? You got a kid down there who's very different from everybody else who's down from there. And you hear, like, the people in the documentary state, like, yeah, I've never really... Because people in down south are 
a little bit more closed-minded than like people like us. They don't really understand the diversity the outside sound. in the yeah, world. It's the yeah. sound. So when you're introduced <laughs> to a kid of like a whole different culture and someone who strikes you as very intelligent, like because Syed, he like memorized a crazy amount, dude. He memorized like over four hundred numbers in pie, just by himself, dude. Just, just in his thing. <laughs> if it's an allegation, that was, that was not confirmed. I heard that if it's not, not confirmed, uh -oh. then uh -oh. oh well. Yeah. I mean, come it on, is what it is. A, they call them a genius. They call them a genius. Like this dude. I mean, oh, come he on, bro. This yeah, I mean, they did it on the documentary. A genius. A genius? Yeah. They, they, I mean, they tried to like paint him as a genius. They didn't oh, call him flat out like this guy's okay. a genius, but they were yeah. just like painting him as this like savant who like oh, plays music and yeah. like knows math. Like he's a, soaking it up. From what I heard, that pie thing wasn't confirmed. Because that'd be honestly yeah, crazy like, if someone remembered that And they gave you pie. Much. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, um, and then, like, That's you right. know, and then they try to say that he was, like, really into music because it's, like, math. It's, like, bro, if you were a genius, if you were really as smart as all these people were saying, you wouldn't have done your scam over Venmo where there's a literal paper trail of each and every transaction that you make. You would say, hey, send yeah. me that in cash when we're in person or, you know, through some of... Uh, I don't know anything else aside from just hey, Ven Venmo it to me. That's you know, true. like that's like that is the dumbest thing. And you know what really caught him in the end was a, was comments in Venmo transactions. Like hey, between Aaron Miller and, and the guy that sent him over any sent him over the money. You remember that? Yeah. It was just like hey, uh, do you have any more money to invest on Syed Arbob's uh, behalf today? And that's when they figured out, like, well, I'm not his investment broker. I'm an investor. And right. the other guy was like, well, wait, I'm an investor. Oh, God. So, like, okay. <laughs> Something's wrong. You're a yeah. genius. Yeah. You're a genius. Um, and, you know, you're, you're playing, you know, music so well. And, you know, you memorize, uh, you know, numbers of pi. But you can't, like, think of, well, shoot. If people communicate to each other about transactions, I'm asking this guy to send money to another guy who's also an investor just asking to withdraw his funds. Um, why would I, you know, want those two in communication at all? In the first you know, place. like yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I'd want that's the money to come a lot. to me, yeah. right? Yeah. Wait a day, yeah. Like, because I think it was. At, I think Aaron was like, "I've reached my limit for transactions." Okay, we'll wait till tomorrow. Right. You know, like take it slow because that. Yeah. At the end of the day, rushing to get that money is what got him fucked. Yeah, because I feel that's what gets a lot of people. It's greed over time, anyway. Exactly. And it's just like, I mean, what's, we're all, yeah, we're yeah. all greedy. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, like everybody yeah. wants a little. You do, bit you more, do, you, you know. Do. Like, but I, it's like I feel like you gotta have something that like grounds you, that like kind of counter. I want to say counteracts it, but at least levels it out. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, there, yeah. for me, it's it's very much like karma. You know, like I right. I, I see the yin yang you got there. I oh love, yeah, I oh, love yeah. the yin yang, man. You know, like, that idea of balance. and, oh, yeah. and we stuff got like it hey, exactly. Like I yeah, there you go, there you go. I got a tattoo on my back left, my back left shoulder dedicated to that man, and it's just like it makes sense to me, right? You do some good, you do some bad, hope it evens out, right? right. If it doesn't right. even out, well, then, hey, shit's going to happen to you. Yeah, right? you got to eat it up. Bad gotta, luck, yeah. right. is, so right. to speak, right? And, right. Uh, you know, in that circumstance, when you're stealing people's money and you're not being honest with them, you got fucked. And on top of that, you were arrogant about it, talking shit on Twitter, and they used that evidence against you in court, oh, which got you the max sentence. Yeah. I do not know how that guy is still like on his high horse because I'll, I'll talk to him and he got a cell phone in prison when this came out the documentary came out he got a cell phone in prison Jeez. don't know how we all don't know how <laughs> so many questions it's okay. definitely probably yeah. grabbing on someone's pocket if you know what I mean oh, but like yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I did the research he's in a uh, I think in, in Georgia or maybe yeah it was Georgia penitentiary uh, that uh, you know I, I talked to him and I was like you know he's in the level one 
I was talking to him like, hey, so, you know, do you feel bad? And he obviously was like, oh, yeah, I feel bad. Okay, well, then why are you still, you know, talking shit on Twitter to people in the comments? Like, if you're going to do something bad, have the balls to plant your feet in the ground and be like, you know what? I fucked up. Yeah. I am yeah, so yeah. sorry. Uh, I made this because, it, you know, it was a, it's a talkable thing, right? People came to me. Like, you're asking, like, everyone's acting like as, as if someone came up to them and said, hey, I'll, I'll pay you $500,000 for a story. Right, right. Story, right. So you can come talk about this. You're acting like you wouldn't take that, right? Like, That's but true. at least, like, because we yeah. would all take that. Exactly. We would exactly. all take that. Yeah. As bad, uh, the worst thing you've done, the worst skeleton in your closet, and someone came up and said, hey, let me write a story about that. Here's $200,000. Right. I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah here, take Let's it. Go. Like, yeah, exactly. Have all these skeletons, yeah, bro. I got exactly. bones for days. <laughs> I don't care if the whole town sees yeah. it. I'm rich. Now, exactly. right? I'm rich. Like, whatever. But, yeah. if, you know, in his case, it, it obviously didn't even out. Right, but, right, right. You know, at least I would at least be able to plant my feet in the ground and address the public and be like, I am so sorry I fucked up. Right. You know, like this is something that I did wrong. I'm going to try and make up for it. I'm going to try and make it back. And that's just it. Because, you know, people are going to hate you. And of course, it's hard to not respond. I respond a lot. But like in that situation, you just got to turn your phone off and just stop. You know, because like, dude, I, like I said, I got screenshots. And like it's at this point, it's like, how could I not write something about it? The only problem is, is like I don't want to feed him on. Egg yeah, because this is just gonna have people exactly. continuing to talk about exactly. it, and they're just and gonna keep. Yeah, it just flame the fire. Yeah, as yep. opposed to like, all right, if I just let that be, right? Yeah, whatever. but see, like, here's the thing that I can actually respect about that: that content that you took. I mean, you could have saved many people's lives. I mean, yeah, think about that. Like, there was so there were so many true. people yeah. out here that were getting fucked, like financially, not yeah. realizing it. Because you got to understand, like, you know. There's always these easy book or easy tricks in the book that everybody's gonna, you know, be out and they're going to essentially keep doing it because of that greediness, which sucks, right. you know, because it, some people are more greedy than others out here. And sometimes greediness is usually the ultimate karma of, as you could say, each individual. And what makes me sad. Is the pure fact is that, you know, these people who eventually do get away with it, like, I remember even on Generation Hustle, there was a guy, uh, TJX6 is his name, he's a rapper, and basically what he ended up starting out with, he was, he's from Detroit, and he ended up getting content out there, right? Well, what he was doing was he was scamming people, like, they called him the king of scamming. Because what this guy had accomplished was absolutely insane. He started off with buying stolen credit cards, you know, or doing the Instagram scams with, like, acting like a female. So, like, you know, you ask money from dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that a lot. Or three. He ended up, uh, he, he even, like, scammed Atlantic Records, one of the biggest record labels of, like, $5 million, dude. And guess what? Didn't go to jail for none of this. Because essentially, what he was doing wasn't 100% illegal. Because he was asking people for their money, and they were stupid enough to give it to him. That's the difference. He was even rapping about it, dude. He was rapping about scamming people. Teaching people how to scam people through rapping. Think about that. That's the content he Let was putting out about how to make him more money. I'm serious, horrible. man. It's yeah, crazy seeing yeah. how some of these people truly make money. Well, that's the thing, though. I feel like with this day and age of like 
with social media and how easy it is to make content. I mean, it's one of those things that like you have to accept both sides of the energy that's getting put out. Like just as much as good that's there out there, that's out there. You gotta accept the bad that comes with it too. And there, there's a lot of bad too. So, yeah, you know, yeah. It's it's a free. It's almost like a sandbox method where it's just like you can. Uh oh, I can see that face. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, at what yeah. point does it become art, right? I mean, like, I get stealing yeah. people, stealing money from your college friends, right? Like, because you know, hey, you can exploit a, a an audience or a demographic of people who have right. excessive spending money and and aren't, I guess, educated enough to right. identify right. a sketchy opportunity. Right, right, right. But like, you know, when there's a loophole like that, I mean, hey, I guess that constitutes it as a legal transaction right like it's it's fine it's it's technically legal but yeah. is it ethical that is which very is like true. you know because like, yeah. you know you're going into true. this obviously yeah. he knew this was yeah. wrong oh like, yeah off top yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, okay exactly. yeah, i mean even yeah. with syed it's like you knew this was wrong right right but you did it anyway that's true and uh true. and here we are you know you got to answer for the repercussions of this like a lot of people are you know financially damaged uh but then you know i guess at some points there are some exploit and that's just i guess what america is is like can you exploit right, right. the system yeah. better than another person without yeah. breaking the rules because when you break right. the rules this is very true yeah bad, this is very true bad. like you know but true. when you exploit the rules in the correct sequence where it's not illegal right we're good it's we're just good. weird because there's you this know? there's this old uh i'm not sure it was an iq test or i'm not exactly sure what it was but it was basically like having to create some type of star i think it was in a diagram and you had you couldn't like no one was getting it right and they figured out the only way to make it happen is going outside the box type deal and it's kind of like a a similar thing of just like with yeah yeah, success exactly you got sometimes you got to break the rules yeah yeah a little bend in something that hasn't been done before and i understand that right like a college hedge fund right is totally like something that isn't has not been seen before. Right, right. But right. you could have opened up a business account yeah. on day one. This is very and true. And that was never yeah, plenty of opportunity. Ever discovered. Yeah, that, yeah. that never never yeah. was found in it. I feel like it's a slippery slope too. It's like that it whole is. you're gonna have like the whole like good and bad angel thing on your shoulder and you're like, hey, I could do this or that. But it's like, but which one's gonna make me money in the fastest? Yeah, exactly. But I wanna be morally correct. Like I, I can imagine the internal like conflict team. well I don't know what I don't know how his personality was off topic he could have been a dick and there was no conflict but I mean like for most people I feel like there's some type of internal conflict that's there when they're like okay like what what should I do am I gonna like stick to like ethics wise and, and go like the right path of morals or am I gonna like kinda like I really need money and then you know life doesn't stop so situations keep building up and you're like wow I really need money yeah you could be pressed yeah. on a decision yeah, yeah. So, I mean, absolutely yeah it's fucked it's just like it's it's bad how often it happens it's, I feel like you have to have the things that hit your inbox are scams nowadays. Oh, honestly. dude, absolutely. Even your comments now, you'll post something. Oh, my God. Yep, DM yep. us to collab. Like, it's always no right there kidding. randomly. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, you'll go yeah. check the page. It's got like 50 followers. Yep. It's a really sketchy account. Yeah, it's, yep. it's everywhere. Everywhere. And that's what the problem was with the internet is, you know, the internet gave us access to everything, but also gave everything access to us. Right. And that's the problem is, you know, right. you get people who are senile or you get people who are like naive and, yep. they, and they buy yep. into this shit where it's like, oh, this sounds like a great opportunity. You know, I've done a little bit of selective research in which everything, all of my opinions were validated, cognitive bias, right? Right. And you're like, wow, this is a great idea. Meanwhile, completely unaware, there's a whole different side yep. of this stone yep. where it's like people are complaining about getting scammed. People have lost their livelihood. Like their money is not returned to them. And now they're just completely screwed. And there's just a story to talk about. And yeah. 
and it's it's great, I guess. It's great. Because, you know, I mean, yeah. HBO is not going to sit here and act like, oh, you know, we didn't make any money here. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, there are people they could help, but at the end of the day, what was really money-making and, like, money-worthy was the story that was told. And the best part about it, even if I don't make the story, was my best friend during all of this saw what he dressed because he dressed up as uh, Jordan Belfort for Halloween uh, okay. he, yeah dude I All know right. right like I I'm know dead. like I wasn't like, ready dude okay. bro uh, like you're yeah. that cocky wow. you're dressing up as Jordan Belfort for Halloween land. amidst an SEC allegation and an investigation Jeez. okay so Jeez. my friend comments aren't you supposed to be in jail and he commented <laughs> wow. back does it look like I'm in jail pussy boy yeah, oh I mean it does, right? Like, I mean the irony of that <laughs> yeah. statement, right? Yeah. And, and not yeah. to mention, not to mention, the the cherry on top was that they put it in the documentary. <laughs> they included that in the, the documentary. Dude, oh they included. It. Are you guys gonna make me watch this? Oh I'm yeah, watch you have to watch it, dude. Because my friend, like, he got a comment in, and I mean they blurred out his name, but I, just the thought, just the thought of my best friend, which he knows, like he was like, you know, talking shit to me and my, my whole crew. And, uh, and which Jeez. he knows, like this is his biggest work, so right. to speak, as of yet. Just to know that a bunch of trolls got in there and got their uh, little, little mark on his, uh, you know, big project is it means the world to me that that made it into the official documentary and i mean hell i almost made it into the original documentary until they weeded me out and i was like they you know they caught me they eventually knew like oh you're just a content creator trying to you know make a make some Uh, content and i was like yeah "Yeah, that's exactly it (laughs) i'm just gonna add this on to my channel everything i had here's the thing though and that See, but you were looking for opportunity which i'm not gonna sit there and blame you for i mean even with, like, everything that was all said and done, you know, that kind of sucks that they weeded you out. I mean, like, who cares if you were looking for content out of that? Because, I mean, one, you were trying to get it out there as a positive, like, to help people out. You're not going to sit there and watch people, like, every single person just constantly get fucked. Because, listen, when, when I was watching the documentary, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, oh, my God fucking this kid and you know it's kind of crazy because coming from where we went to high school there seems to be a lot of talent that comes out of high school you know like the one that at least out of our school like out of our school there's a lot of different people like we've had you know professional athletes you know porn stars everything like porn stars you got it oh dude everybody elder classes but still but at the end of the day like and there's also been a lot of negative, yeah. you know, like upbringing from that aspect. Because yeah. you got to think, dude, going to a high school with like 6,000 kids. Now it's like, because I just recently talked, you know, I was at Out to Eat and this little high schooler who was waiting us. You know, she's like, yeah, the park's like 7,200 kids now. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like, packed when we were there. <laughs> it was packed when we were there. We were and now there's another in, thousand people that are there. They're just shoving them in because now it's a school of choice. So, like, oh. now, you know, you can have kids from Detroit coming to school there. Like, kids from, like, wherever coming. Jackson just popping out. Jackson, whatever. Oh. It, it's a school of choice. So, but at the end of the day, like, it, it just really shows you... I mean, there's a lot of uniqueness that does come from that school, well, whether it is good or bad. I mean, kids. Yeah, I it, you yeah. you could literally have an MTV documentary on that school alone itself. I'm sure. 
I'm alone. Sure. We've it's all heard ridiculous. the stories. I feel like all the surrounding schools have heard the stories. We all know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that's yeah, the thing is like other schools will even talk about PSEP. And like, dude, from a social standpoint, it, it was pretty scarring. Like, yeah, like, yeah like, I bet it was. You had some, you know, yeah, everyone had drama in high school, but now it's magnified times three. I, school, it's just right? weird so how like, like it affected, because I went to Churchill over there, and we okay, had okay. we had something with like our school of dance or something. We're used to it going a certain way, and they changed up something. And they talked about a situation that I think happened at your school, and then somehow affected us. They're like, "Yeah, so we're not gonna, we're not oh, gonna allow this." About the girl who shit on the floor, no, right? No, no, <laughs> was that it? it was definitely the riots. It was probably wow. the riots. Jesus, multiple yeah. situations. The girl who shit on the dance floor. Oh, I, know who that was. I don't because I remember hearing that. This I'm not gonna sit here school, and get bro. into all that, Yo, but wild, yeah, gosh, high school was dude. wild, boy. Dude, dances were like clubs, bro. That's like, the problem. You, see? No, it was great. You go to like a dance for like Salem, Canton, or Plymouth, and it was just a literal club like people grinding like shoulder to shoulder no way to get in and then like faculty grabbing each other yeah, grabbing but each see other. Like, you know that's probably what fucked us because yeah. you guys changed i was exactly. sending everything at church i'll stop exactly. and i'm like what happened they're like they, just, they didn't say who it was we they just said a situation yeah. Yeah. at a different school i'm like well that's that school fuck that school Dude, has nothing to do with us i mean like, I, like they they essentially saw what it was like to have a bunch of students because like like we said there were riots oh, there were yeah. like literal almost over like literal like bomb threats and stuff and oh, and, yeah, those and like that shit was that shit was scary but like like i was saying with pros and cons right pros and cons it got you used to a large college setting because yeah, you know, yeah like I, yeah. when i trained yeah, I, overall it was pretty fun yeah, you went to a university a <laughs> yeah. but see i was also Small a trouble kid so like you know, I, I was having fun in high school, you yeah, know, yeah. showing up how in circumstances I shouldn't have showed up. And, You're a dick. You know, You're just douche. just just being a typical dumb. Yeah, no, yeah. not even being a douche. Like, I mean, just like I, I, I was being young. Like, yeah, I mean, there yeah. was one time I even showed up drunk to school. dude. Oh, like, I literally yeah, 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 I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It was yeah. great. I mean, yeah. but they had also. You probably walked Man. it off trying to walk like a mile. Shit, oh, dude, I was sleeping the whole day, bro. My teachers were calling me out like, are you with us? Like, uh, nah, I'm trying to sleep. I'm right? on the sidewalk I, I'm still. just here, I'm you know, just to kind of be present yeah. type of ordeal. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it really did kind of teach uh, individuals. I mean, it. I can't really say it was the best environment to be in. It was definitely a little toxic, depending, you know, because you had, like, kids who, oh, I got to be popular. I got to do this. I got to fit in with these kids. I didn't really care about that. I was just kind of wanting to get through high school because I didn't give a fuck about school. I mean, shit, I graduated with, like, a 2.0, surprisingly. Like, you know, not that that's the most proudest thing to have, but... You know, at the end of the day, I made it. You know, I mean, shit, I just got my college degree even, too, dude. Like, you know, like it's uh, and that was really weird for me because it, it came out to the fact that, you know, I was randomly uh, contacted by my college. because <laughs> the school we went to is fucking. You know, it's the, and yeah, the school I did go to, <laughs> Schoolcraft, which is like literally a fucking like. As we would call it, PSAP 2.0, because everybody goes there, dude, that you know and see. And, you know, it came to a point where it was embarrassing the fact that, you know, I knew I had 84 credits in college, you know, and I had done all this shit. And now you're going to have it to where you're just contacting me, stating that I got my associate's degree, something I should have had like three years ago. 
Like, but you didn't, you failed to contact me on that because you always were telling me that I needed to take these type of classes or get these type of credits to get this credential. And I believed in that. And that's what fucked me up. And I mean, granted, that's cool. I'm educated. I I chose a different route for myself that I can enjoy, you know, that I can see myself doing for 20, 30 years. But... That's even like the, the, the instance I'd say that's an issue with some colleges, you know, like that there's like content right there just to share. <laughs> if yeah. school if school graph make content on how they fucked you, it will be it will save us so Dude, much. Yeah. So I much. Mean, it's not even really school craft, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the whole transfer credit. Yeah. Shit where it's like, yeah. well, this credit transfers here, but doesn't transfer there. Right. I mean, who makes right. up those rules? Right. That's is it the true. Indi- indi- like, is it the independent universities going back and forth and saying like, hey, no, we'll accept that. We won't accept that. Exactly. You know, and who yeah. makes that call on curriculum? Uh, That's like, true. That's it, true. I, I know you probably you said you went to Schoolcraft right after PSEB, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about it is they don't really tell you about that at no, all. No, like, all right, no. hey, hey, they don't see you it's down. It's all on like, you, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, don't, they don't see you down like, hey, uh, where do you want to go in long term? Because you can't stay here. You're not going to, unless you're graduating in culinary or something, like, you're not staying here. Where do you plan to go to college? Because we all know you come to Schoolcraft, you get the credits you need, the prerequisites, and then you mm-hmm. leave and you go to a different college. And they do not sit you down for that. That you just you buy in. That's it. They expect you to know what yeah. classes you're taking. Oh yeah. They transfer over, and that's just something a lot of students don't know. Yeah, they put me like, on the wrong track at first. Yeah, I'm dude, like, I'm yeah. I'm trying to get a what? They're like, yeah, you're trying to get this degree. I'm like, and they do not care. Like, yeah. it's, it's very much just a bureaucratic system in an institution, right? Like, and that's the same for University of Michigan and University of Michigan Dearborn, which that's where I went. Uh, I, I decided right off rip, I don't even want to go to Schoolcraft because, like, I don't want to. I told my dad, I signed him down. I was like, I don't even want to deal with the credit transfer equivalencies. Like, <laughs> smart let me, man. Let me just smart go. Oh, at the same time, <laughs> dumb man. Like, you know, do the work, figure out which classes transfer, and save money. Right. Right. Because yeah, I ended up going to Schoolcraft for those yeah. electives. Right? right. Like, I at the end of the semester, they told me, or when I was at the end of college, they told me, hey, you have nine credits of electives you still have to take. Right. That doesn't make sense because that's not on my curriculum. See, it goes list. back to not knowing. Yes, so I feel exactly. like if we knew all this, we yes. could, like, we could better prepare ourselves and it wouldn't be bad yeah or it's like i wouldn't say it's not covered it's maybe at at worst briefly discussed in one orientation meeting and it's a broad setting you don't even know if it applies to you you're like oh shit you don't even know if yeah like you don't even know at this point you're just like all right i'm going to college whatever give me my schedule yada 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 right uh get me going right and um and you know man and then you like really get into college and you notice it's it's a money grab the first two years right they just want to get you make sure you're smart enough to do some of these advanced degrees right uh yeah. and you know depending on how you place like alex said he, he you said what a 2.0 right yeah dude i i did a, a 3.3 and like you know that's that's not like i was fine with that right like that was me just doing my thing and thank god it got me into fucking dearborn but like after a while like you just realize there's just a lot of money being generated you know through just signing people up Right for classes that they don't even know that they're gonna need. Exactly. You know, and then like, and then what is it? They they have a deadline too at Dearborn where you have to decide on that major, right? Oh, so like, you know, you have a certain no pressure date. It's exactly, no pressure. Yeah. It's fine. And I remember like talking to my dad like three or four times, like, all right, well, I think I'm gonna be this, and he tell me, well, you know, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, all right, uh, go back to drawing board. I think I'll be. I think it was. I think it started as like I want to be a dentist, dental hygienist. I just don't really see you as that. And you know, like, hey, some pa- some people don't take their parents' advice. I like to. I think my dad's a pretty smart, you know, uh, out-of-body person who can make judgment calls, right? 
in business or whatever because you know he grew up in buffalo very like dirt poor uh so you know he wanted more and you know he we went through a couple things i told him dental hygienist economist uh financial analyst and then eventually i got into like digital marketing he's like well now that's something that even I'm talking about at work every okay. day. Nice. And I was like, oh, well, that's that something. sounds like yeah. that's already you right. know, in conversations right. in business. And he kind of pointed me on that direction. And then I started getting into content creation. I started getting into graphic design. I started getting into like, uh, like photography. And, you know, because there were so many they people. all connect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. we talk about it. Like, everyone yeah. wants to be an Instagram model nowadays. Oh, geez, everyone yeah. wants to be a TikToker nowadays. So right. it was just like, oh, I'll just be a photographer or a videographer, have people hire me while I'm here getting a digital marketing degree. There you go. Because, like, right, like, there I'm getting something go. that'll benefit me in the long run. Right. What I want to do, right. which is video production, which is, you know, mm. essentially, I guess, making what you want right. and generating money. Right. You have a whole portfolio, like, exactly. set up all through, yeah, as you're yeah. getting your degree, yeah. And my, my education, I guess, assists. It doesn't. Like, it's not 100% because if I wanted to do what I wanted to do, I would be studying film. Okay. But, like, yeah. digital marketing had more real-world application right. than that film. Right, that you could apply to. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a film major. Right. Everyone wants to be a, a sound engineer, yeah. right? Like, yeah. that's the these are the careers people, like, aspire for. But, like, you got to think realistically on how saturated is the job market there right right, right. will it be replaced by automation that's yeah, something, like, that's something that's that big. scared me that's more than yeah. anything was yeah. like okay well is this job going to be replaced in 15 years time no okay we're good yes yeah. back to the drawing what happened right? so fast too like especially i guess it depends on like what career field it is but like especially in terms of like when you start getting into like the tech spaces and digital spaces i mean like shit it could be replaced while you're in college trying to get it you're like i'm about to finish but fuck like it's gone. Yeah, yeah. It's, gone. <laughs> it's like yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's wild. So I don't know. And with like yeah, with AI and stuff, like it's it's ever developing, man. Like even even my job where it's like I my current job as a digital experience analyst at you know an insurance company in Michigan. Like my job is essentially to comb through these websites and essentially let the insurance company know what their viewers what their users are doing within their website okay. so are okay. they getting stuck somewhere are they coming in through an email or a text message are they coming through a mobile device oh uh, so the whole process a desktop, or a the tablet. Whole, yeah dude i know all the funnel, that. i mean it's yeah, yeah. it's something that everyone freaks out about right yeah. is data privacy and yeah. all that from my aspect it's like i can't see your name you know, like like how much right. money you make, where you l live. I can see the county. I can't right. see the exact location. Right. But, like, I can see mobile devices, uh, whether or not it's Apple or Android. Right. I can see your age demographic. I can see, like, you know, like I said, whether or not you came in through uh, an email funnel, a text message funnel, yeah. or just the online It's like one. the surface exactly. level and of... That's, uh, you know what's crazy about that, actually? Now that you speak about that, that's how me and Mike kind of got off anchor. Because, and, you know, nothing bad to them or whatever, but I just kind of wanted a little bit more rights to, like, who's viewing my content? Who's, you know, what's the age group? What's, you know, whether it's male or female, like, who's viewing that more? Which is why we've kind of, you know, branched out to a different platform to be able to allow us to see that more. Because now our content is all fully owned yes. by us instead of, us putting our content on there and now and it. Yeah. the, the yeah, platform yeah, exactly. owns that yeah. and they kind of monetize us yes. by that and that's not what you're trying to do because you're trying to sell your brand out here that's basically well one not just is it like that for us but it's the pure fact that we're trying to make a change in the community out here you know for kids that are trying to seek this advice but can't 100 percent get it within like 
the means that they have for say like their family their friends that's what we came out to do this for this was supposed to be a good purpose we want people to understand that we are here for them we are here to give them advice we don't know everything this is off the dome guys just like we've told you there's nothing scripted in this we might have some things we might look up online but at the end of the day That's what makes this podcast genuine because it allows us to express ourselves in a matter that helps the community. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, like, I guess the the insight I provide into that is like, yeah, I guess what I'm seeing on my end, because, you know, like, I'm sure you guys are all aware is like, you know, tracking cookies and corporations or, you know, they're finding ways into observing your habits. I'm sure... There are at Amazon and Google. They have like specific viewing habits and uh, and you know user retention uh, data that uh, talks directly about the content you like, right. your preferences to you know what you like to watch, products you'd likely buy. Like and that's all. I love it as much as like people freak out about like this isn't right. This this is bad. I yeah. l- I eat that shit up, man, because it's I like it. that's my well, it's job. What's interesting? Yeah, yeah. it's interesting because like, it's like listen. you get a whole surface level of analytics that you can yeah, comb through, and you dude. can see like people's behavior and like how they're interacting. Just just coming from like a because yeah. I've done like web designing stuff and, and, and like a little bit of coding, or at least front end coding, if you want to call it the whole yeah, yeah, HTML, CSS, yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just weird that like seeing clients use that and then like their analytics stuff and what they're using and I'm like holy whoa the path they take right the path they take as opposed to the path you take exactly I didn't didn't think this was gonna go this way it's like we're talking about like multiverse theory right like all right, well what are you know younger women doing on our website where are they going right and that's like to me it's the needle in the haystack that like I wake up for every day because you know like as much as the job is boring, right? Because I'm just shifting through all these. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot it's a lot of digging, work. dude. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of digging yeah, just for yeah, numbers. Yeah. And like, you know, filtering properly by a woman, iPhone, you know, within Michigan, right? Like, it's all that stuff. And it's interesting. It's boring, but it's interesting. And it's, it's weird <laughs> because, like, you know, I'm, I'm creating these highly developed reports with all this data. And I, I'm like, the, I'm essentially like the gatekeeper of information right okay, where okay. Uh, you know what i say goes right like it could be <laughs> yeah, completely yeah. wrong but like you know i spend hours and hours and hours a day making sure that the data i'm reporting to these corporations is correct because right. you know it's my ass yeah i feel you know it's if important. one of my coworkers is like he's wrong you know like, yeah right, yeah you know, it's like, like now it's like all right well, let's let's go backtrack what he did let me exactly. see it's like wait you don't have to do all that i promise is correct yeah, yeah. you know and yeah. like uh it, it's interesting uh, you know i wouldn't say it's wrong i'm sure there's people with more access to personal information than i have like the Jeff Bezos of the world yeah, where it's like, yeah, well, right. let's hear what our Alexa is recording when no one thinks they're being recorded, right? <laughs> right? Like, a lot of people freak out about they're listening, they're listening. And I'm sure they are, right? Like, if you you think about, like, getting, like, baby products and then you see a baby ad for, right, like, diapers right. or something. Like and it's people. like, well, I was just thinking about it. Yeah, so exactly. Right yeah. I was just casually Absolutely. talking about that, yeah. right? And, and, and I wouldn't be surprised because at the end of the day, that is pretty efficient you know I mean yeah it is I mean cause it's like I mean, I, that's, that's about as good as it gets like it's, yeah. it's fresh on your mind you just talked about it, it it's like well did. we can get right in reminder. there Here's exactly a quick yeah. little reminder I mean who's to argue the real question is like you know when does it become too intrusive the right. NSA listening to your right. conversation is pretty fucked up yeah. but like Amazon yeah. just trying to listen to what you it's, it's all for money yeah. Like yeah. at the end of the day, think, they just want yeah. to know how you're going to spend your money, and like that, like they don't really care about your life. Like you know, <laughs> especially right, you know, in today's politics, man, everyone thinks the government's out to get them and stuff, and it's just yeah. like, dude, I'm sorry, but like, no one cares. Yeah. Like you know, like we we just want your money. Yeah. Like, that's just that's the bottom it. Line, like, yeah, bottom line is we just want to understand you so that we can 
understand your purchasing habits and how we can attract you. See, if the government came out and made like a content like a, a yeah. commercial on this, yeah, we just want your money, bro. Yeah, I'm sure people would believe it. They'd yeah. be like, all right, yeah, bet. I get it. That makes sense. Like, cool. you know, yeah, exactly. Okay. We yeah. just want you to go to work, be happy, but like, you know, spend your money because that stimulates our economy, which exactly. is good, yeah. right? Like, we want you to spend your money. We want you to be part of the workforce. We want you to generate some contribution of, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly exactly society our right. society right but right. like you know like we just want to understand you more and that i mm-hmm. guess is the creepy part is people don't want to be yeah you get into right? all up yeah. in my exactly, exactly. Yep, you understand yep. me then you can tweet you, know, you pull the strings yeah and that's fine but like it's inevitable yeah. I you mean, signed up for it yeah because i mean it's like if we had like a conversation right now about like random emotional con uh, or you know, like i guess emotional trauma type you know then bam on your phone and say hey here's three therapy sessions it's mm-hmm. like what the fuck is exactly, this exactly like, yeah. dude so yeah out of it's, nowhere it's, yeah and I get like that. I it get is that. creepy right because you know they're all oh, they're listening to me yeah. right like yeah all of a sudden we get therapy ads all right. three of us like yeah. that is no coincidence but uh maybe we need it right maybe that encourages <laughs> yeah. one of us to finally do it it's true. But, it's you true. know, like, I, I just don't, I guess, understand where all this, this, the fear comes from because you sign up for it. You didn't read the terms and conditions, yeah. but you could have. That's true. You know, That's like, true. this is Apple's product. And you know yeah. what? Here's the thing I'm going to tell you guys. With all these corporations and stuff like that, it truly is an art. You know, it, it, and it, as fucked up as it is, because, I mean, there is a lot of con artists out there. That's why they call them con artists, all right? Because they manipulate you in ways to be able to get you to buy their product. Why is your product, why is their product beneficial for you? That's basically what they're trying to get at. And I will give it to some people. Obviously, some people are better at it than others because you see all these schemes that go on and all this shit. But it's business. At the end of the day, it's business. Business, we're not friends. You're not friends at the end of the day. They're just there to get your money, yeah. which is exactly. Yeah, no, I get Oh, it. it's definitely no, it is, depending no, it, on if you are a person yeah. who, you know, there is business owners out there who are humble and want to help their communities right. and, willing to do it the proper way. and are willing to do right. it the proper right. way. But there's a lot of aspects that come in. Excuse me, guys. My bad. Jeez. There's a lot of aspects yeah. that come into play with people who just kind of want to make the quick buck. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have done that. They've been successful at it, but you do see a lot of those businesses fall. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm, I'm just wondering, like, because at least my next question, like, was you guys knowing all that, that that's out there, right? You know all the negative stuff. You know how the influence is out there and everything. Like, how would you guys, I, I, I guess, what continues to drive you to still make i guess content knowing that like all that's out there you know the possible trolls you know like the possible like all right well i can do this what's your background especially in business and what you do for work you know hey i can just dive right into what this person freaking does like what keeps you on like i guess the the good moral ground i guess and then continues to make content i guess yeah i mean it's tough man like if you were to go look at my youtube page like there's a huge gap between upload because it's just like maintaining a constant like i I respect the fact that you guys are like every friday let's do do it exactly sometimes there's these these forces that are just like really disencouraging you to go and do the thing right someone someone drops out someone doesn't come to the shoot uh you you don't feel confident shooting in public which is weird also uh and you know like it's it's just difficult to have something to talk about and like for me it's just the the fact that 
I make like people get enjoyment out of it. Like, you know, you'll, you'll have content, at least on YouTube, the platforms I go through where, you know, the, like I said, they're out there in the digital space. They're there forever. Right. And, uh, yeah. uh, you know, eventually some random guy will come and comment on my video, uh, and be like, yo man, like this was really good. Like yeah. you really should upload again. And, and that like, will just like, get a little spark. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. that, that feedback. And I mean, like it is a drug in and of itself. It's like getting a lot of Instagram comments, right? right? Like everyone loves that to see notifications. Hit, like, exactly. Yeah. It's no yeah. different than any dr- other drug. Right. It's like in business school, they taught us like these are meant to be addictive. They right. did psychological yeah. Research, research on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the yeah. vibrations, the noises, the fact that each app has its own independent no, icon so you can tell sound. Which, yeah, yes. that is yes. true. That, that is, is true. In, yeah. That is corporations doing studies on control groups so that they can understand. Well, how do we get you to perk up? That's yeah. that's the that's our app. That's you know, dope. You're right. That's I mean, it's dope. Dope. Yeah. it's dope. It's dope. Like, it's scary, but scary. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I just like all like the how in depth they went. Like exactly. they care so much. How can you not respect yeah. it? Like yeah. you put so yeah. much time into like understanding how my brain works. It's cool. It's right. also kind of scary. Exactly. You know, and um, I like for me, it, it's it's. It's kind of like yin and yang, right? Like, there's yeah. I want to create content, but God damn it, is there just some horseshit content out there that I, I know I work twice as hard <laughs> exactly. on? And I it's do doing better. better. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, like, right. chicks just dancing and doing stupid shit and, like, yeah. wearing skimpy dresses. It's like, this got half a million views and, like, 250,000 likes. I made an in-depth video about a company that I found, you know, footage <laughs> that wasn't seen on, yeah. like, that scene. And I just brought it to light and, you know, hey, I put like, I want to say maybe like 20 hours into that. And like, (laughs) and it it was just like, ah, you know, it'll get like, you know, 3,000 views. But meanwhile, some chick's just shaking it and that's it. It it took her like less than 10 minutes. Exactly. And no effort. Like, it's like, it's very much, it's discouraging and it is encouraging because you'll see other people's content who are just like, hey, keep up the work. You know, like it, it, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop at like you know a, a failed video or right. like something like that. They just keep creating and keep creating, and but that's also what's so like tiring is like you know you see everybody creating, creating, creating. Other people just trying to get attention, attention, attention. Like uh, you could see it in like Little Nas X. Yeah. His most recent thing oh, was like faking yeah. a man being yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Now let's all admit like that's a little bit of jarring, right? To see a man holding a baby, right? Like that's definitely not something that our minds are used to seeing, but it generated yeah. conversation. I feel like he relies on jarring yeah, at this point. Dude, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's a yeah, business yeah. tactic, yeah, right? Yeah. What can I do to get people talking? Right. And, you right. know, with like all these other famous people we've talked about, on yeah. the camera show, uh, all these other fam- famous people we've talked about, like they've done it in their own way. Milena Mandeli's first viral video was about the importance of saving yourself for marriage in a Christian, and wow. she has a Christian community, knowing damn well that wasn't true. Like, that's See not what? true at all, dude. Like, I'm See sorry. What happened well, was it's it. bullshit. Yeah. Like, and I have friends you know who would attest to that. Of course. And, and that I can actually agree with. For me, I'd have to say what really drives me with this content is with this aspect of what we've created in these different videos and slash audios that we have which eventually we'll have video content for you guys this is actually our first one which is kind of amazing but the drive is actually wanting to change the community for better it's not wanting the attention or anything like that i'd rather it be facts than fiction what what's the point i mean i get it everybody's out here for you know some sort of clout all right whether it be fake or it be real 
you know, with whatever it is that you're talking about. But I feel deep down, just like you guys have been talking about, like the yin and yang and the karma and whatnot. When you put good out there, eventually good will come back to you. Right. But you have to understand that it's not going to come tomorrow because everybody our age, look, instant, you see all these kids out here. Instant, oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, instant. I make instant. a TikTok video. I'm making millions of dollars. Like, all these kids just want to become a TikToker, an Instagram model, or whatever it may be. Not really fully understanding that that's like the top 1%. That's the people who are getting super lucky. Right. It's not everybody out there who's getting that opportunity. But it's, it's built off of that, right? Because you got to think, like, as things become faster, they market the fastness to us. They're like, all right, we, we get things more quick, which is going to intrigue us more. And then we expect the same traditional ways of, like, making money. Not traditional ways, but I guess the ways you see other people making money and how fast they blew up for what they show that happened to you, too, because everything else is happening around you fast, and it's been marketed to you. You feel like, well, I should be able to do the same. And now you're just, just like, discouraged when it doesn't happen type deal or whatever else. So I get that. I get where they're coming from, but, you know, it's fucked. It's fucked. It is, it's but, fucked. I mean, that's... The game of social media. Yeah, That's the is. difference. You know, I mean, obviously, who's going to get more content? Who's going to get that clout off views. the bullshit that they're having? Because it's all about views. It's all about who's looking at me. I want to be the spotlight. And essentially, that's not 100% what this podcast brings to it because it has more humbleness to it, which is what makes it different. And we have all these individuals on here that help us relate and can one talk to us on a broad spectrum and have emotional intelligence and character development? And that's what is helping change the world with how corrupt it actually is. So if we can actually get out there more and more, you never know what will happen, dude. You really don't because we can't tell the future. We're never going to be able to do that. But think, if yeah, we continue yeah. if we continue to stay consistent with this and we keep having people come on and talk, dude, this might be the real deal. Yeah, cuz I mean think that's the same thing with me too. Like I didn't when first starting this, like I really my main thing was just really getting other people in the room cuz I feel like the conversations that we were having were like stuff that other people weren't. That's what I kept hearing from people. Like, oh, I never thought about that. Or I don't have anyone that's talking like this, right? So, like, we can't have a blowhorn out there just like, well, I guess we could technically. But, like, yeah. and just, like, you know, talk to everyone about the convos. But we can at least use the platforms that are available to us and at least extend, I guess, our reach to, like, have people, like, listen in and, like, contribute to the conversation or at least be in the room of it so it gets them thinking as well. So I'm like, if I could at least do that, I felt like that was way more important than any type of monetary like money aspect which if that you know comes that's great too it's a byproduct of whatever but like my main thing was like if i can create like you know a situation which it can or a community really that can encourage growth amongst a lot of people you know at least critical thinking and you know encouraging like getting the gears moving and whatever and remove some of the cobwebs up there uh that yeah that like in itself would be dope and just having something to look back on in the future like all right we did this we tried something and you know we contributed so I feel like that's dope too, but that leads to my next question actually. So, what? I'm trying to think of the best way on how to phrase <laughs> phrase this. I would say, what? You guys just like I guess creative like process for like creating con- content. It's for all the people out there that are trying to get into the realm of creating content, but they don't know like how to keep it consecutively. You may have one good idea, and then like, all right, well, what am I going to do for my next 
Like, yeah. Yeah. It's the stuff. It's yeah, stuff. yeah. So, like, yeah. how do you come up with your creative content? Right. Or, like, yeah, right. your ideas. I mean, for me, like, it, it came between a mixture of, like, topics I wanted to discuss, whether it was, like, like I said, Herbalife, a business opportunity, right? right? right, right. Or, like, online scams. Uh, one thing that definitely kind of, like, hit me hard was, like, commercialism because it was marketing, right? It was, right. It was a right. part of my job where it was, you know, I... So, yeah, like, uh, for me, it was very much like, yeah, like, commercials I had seen where I was like, wow, this is really kind of cancerous. Like, the, the, you know, you'd see, like, Chevy commercials. Oh, yeah, I got to replace Whatever. Uh, there were Chevy commercials and stuff and, like, Twix commercials where they, they had a pretty big budget. So, it was adver- being advertised to me all the time. And, you know, like, I'd see these commercials and I'd be like, you know, it would be a funny idea for that. It would be, like, if, if this happened or if this happened. Like, I remember having an idea for, like, a Lincoln commercial where, like, like a normal person, because you know everyone's everyone knows the Matthew McConaughey. Yep, I was everyone knows Matthew <laughs> yeah. McConaughey, man. Yep, and like yep. that's the thing is, it's like everyone has this unified understanding of a commercial campaign that happened. Okay, well, what if I applied that in a really kind of dark and oh, insensitive manner? And what it became was like a lot of like you know murder and stuff, yeah, like yeah. just dying in like Twizzlers <laughs> commercials, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, something like that. And my idea was like, all right, well, what if I had like people who were just like this in deep internal monologue every time they got into it and right. the owner of the vehicle is fine with it but the passenger is not oh, right like okay. the passenger was just like i'm really not comfortable with like stuff. this internal monologue that i'm having right now which yeah. you seem to be totally comfortable with and that's kind of like where i guess my ideas generated was just off of these random like you know things that i would consider uh funny or just like a different take on it because i know already that you're aware of what matthew mcconaughey's commercial is right now can i take that format and make it funnier or more intriguing because i know already you'll likely click on it because you know and get the reference exactly exactly that was my approach but the thing i didn't consider was like uh there are commercials that are being aired in america that aren't being aired in england there are commercials in you know the northern hemisphere that aren't being you know right. in the southern right, right so right. like yeah. th- there was all that so you get these selective pockets as opposed to like what we're doing right now broader conversations right, right. like uh, it, your analysis or your st- your strategy with content is always different right? right are you gonna try to build a community right like with this right. you have a consistent content schedule where they expect something to be uploaded on a weekly basis and that's what builds an audience right. my approach is very scattered so what I I'll upload don't expect a video next month. Don't expect a video <laughs> right. in the next quarter because, like, I'm going to take a break and then come with an idea and shoot it. Right. What I need to start doing is, like, what you're doing, except I'd likely do it just sitting down, talking to a camera, right. and just kind of giving my personal opinions and making jokes and doing that. That's what I think I need to do more of is because, you know, like, at the end of the day, right, like, I've thought about making a podcast as well, but it's about, like, could I do that consistently? Right, right, could I right, do that all right. by myself? Oh, could, yeah. you know, and, like, would I even have an audience that would listen uh, and could I like jump through all the rabbit holes like like you said signing to that company right. which you know gives you the demographic insight right on your viewers like those were all things like could I do that all by myself likely so not what, yeah. what I could do is just like you know like Noel Miller Cody Co style where you just like sit in front yep, of a camera exactly, joke yeah. around yeah. cut to film and then cut back to yourself like and then editing. So you knew what worked perfectly for you. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Even like, with the scatteredness, I feel like because of the value that you bring, people are gonna be like, "I must tune in." Like, "Oh shit, I remember this yes, month ago." I'm freaking exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. that consistency, yeah. right? Of like, right. I guess having a style right. and having a format that people are drawn to, right? Because right. like, you know, a random video likely won't retain right. as many people as like an in-depth right. one that exactly. t- talks about you and what you like and what your opinions. Because right. people like that. People come to meet you, be introduced to you, and like and learn about you and how they can relate. 
not just like some random circumstance where like and people do like random circumstance right. videos where it's like funny like Casey Frey and like uh, you know some of these other like famous TikTokers where like you know they like the random funny stuff but like what people really want is to connect and to like I guess feel a sense of similarity right. uh, or, or you know like a sense of camaraderie with a person they don't even know right. you know and with random videos you don't really get the option to like introduce yourself you know like because they, they I've really never even introduced who I was oh he's kind you know, of what right I, exactly this is my problem yeah I just started absolutely. making videos and that was it and like no explanation and I feel like an explanation and actually talking about who I am why I make what I make uh, and why I think it's funny and then going on to explain you know those consistencies are what gets people to retain because okay, you know the retention I get is like you know it's great for the first couple of days then it just kind of tapers off feel, you know exactly well what about you Alex how about like what what helps you when you're like you guys hear content creation what do you think about we're like oh shit we're about to make a podcast what are the things that I could like come up with to talk about like what's your process see man? for me it's really more so uh, I feel like everybody has a proposition out here right. and has a motive to do something us on that aspect we kind of just came up with this right. and you know it was kind of just going with the flow on it you know because uh-huh. we ended up I mean, we've talked anyways. about it yeah, for a while, but like till we yeah. actually got on and executed it, yeah. you know, was a short period of time ago. Right. Like we've only been doing this for like two and a half months and the yeah, crazy yeah. like yeah. people that we've had like just come on and word of mouth that spread is just like because we haven't done anything for advertisement wise. Right. Yeah. For me more so what it was is I feel like what's really important is being yourself. All right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, just kind of organically flowing into it. Now, not everybody might not have that same perspective, but it can be acquired. For me, coming on with these different topics, what made it interesting for me was I wanted to get different people on here right. to actually explain what it is that they're going through, what experiences they've had. You know, how they can change the community as well and get them out there. Because I'm all for local business, you know. I want everybody to be able to succeed and have an enjoyable life. Now, is everybody going to have that? No. But the people who do take the opportunities are the people who I actually respect. And that's who I love at the ending. And I'm always going to sit there and help those type of people out. So the content that's created, technically... We have the people who come on as our guests, and the people who come on as our guests, they actually pick these topics. So I'm actually the person who's, one, I'm kind of giving them all that pressure, but that's what's helping people step out of their comfort zone. Because when we're comfortable and we're all about security and safety... That's when you kind of, there's no growth, exactly. There's no growth, and you're kind of just going to be stuck in the same rut that you've been in. And it's unique because everybody has something different to talk about. Something, and what's crazy is you and I, we get to branch off all these people's topics. Right, right. It challenges us to. Which it challenges us to, you know, kind of share our knowledge and experience. Because we might not 100% have all that, meaning we're learning from each podcast. Everybody's learning from the podcast. And we're able to have it in a very enjoyable environment where people can be themselves. That's what's really important to me. If people really want to get out there and create it, 
Just do it, man. Yeah. Do it. Get out there. Take the risk, you know, and keep consistent with it. Don't sit there and just, you know, if it kind of toggles off and whatnot. Okay, you're going to have more failures than you're going to have success in your life. Right. It's just that simple. Even coming from, you know, if you were to speak to, you know, Jeff Bezos or, you know, Elon Musk. Or even, for instance, my family members, my aunt and uncle who are business owners, and they've had a very good business. They've had more failures than they've had success, but they never stopped. That's the difference. They kept going. They took that extra risk, and they stepped out of their comfort zone. That's what's important to me. So if people really do want to get out here creating content and you're out there, just do it. Have fun with it. Be yourself. You don't have to sit there and put a show on for everybody. I mean, granted, there's enough of that that goes on in social media, which I know there's enough clout that comes from that and helps some of these big influencers. But just be real and be genuine. And eventually, just as you guys were stating with the whole karma aspect, whether you're doing good or bad, it's either going to come back good or it's going to come back bad for you. I feel, I feel. No, that's good. That's good. That's, I feel like that's like a perfect ending. Like, it's a nice little, nice little, little, little closure right there. I like that. No, it's Well, cool. see, I kind of wanted to know your answer on that aspect. Nope. I'm joking. No. Nah, <laughs> you're going to share your answer because <laughs> me and Steve already shared ours. So yeah. it's only fair that you share yours. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. No, uh, absolutely. It's kind of like a similar approach as yours. I mean, obviously, but uh, I guess really sticking to like the whole authentic approach i'm just trying to i guess what goes through my head first is really like the whole the relatableness like i just like based on my own experiences and the people that i talk to i try to get a wide a wide view of just everyone's outlook on a lot of things and like their own experiences of what they've been through in various categories and i'm like well how can i apply that to not just myself but our audience in general and how i can i how can i really like form that around what our podcast is like branching into the categories that make up our podcast and I kind of just go from there. So even people that come over and, like, you know, bring their topic ideas, I'm like, there's no bad topic idea, especially if it's one that they're already they're familiar with. We can branch off of it. There's so much challenges and growth there because of the branching off. But I feel like it also, um, it also encourages getting me used to, like, how can I fit this into what our subject matter usually is and, and what, what makes up our podcast and uh, yeah, I've, that's kind of my whole process in general. So I feel like it's pretty dope how each person has their own unique approach they're coming from, especially, you know, from whether it's a podcast or a video or like a YouTube series or like, you know, whatever is your thing, your, your thing is. So, yeah, I feel, I feel like the main a- a- advice I could probably give to anyone doing content stuff would just be finding out, like you said, what's authentic, authentically you. And then just knowing, like, you know, the target market you're trying to like, you know, or I guess talk to like really well so you just know like who you're trying to reach and who you're going out to and obviously you might not know all that at first but over time you know I feel like it comes to you more often so for sure exactly and absolutely. I can respect that I yeah. can respect that very much okay so absolutely well yeah thanks for joining yeah, us on this thank podcast thank you for bro. joining yeah. us brother yeah. it was amazing having you on here it's crazy you know being able to you know, actually reconnect with people that you've grown up with and, you know, kind of see how they've grown as people. Like, since, like, you know, because me and him, we went to middle school and high school together. You got to think we're grown-ass men now. Like, yeah. there's a big difference like, there. So like, you guys go back, like, Cadillac seats, bro. Oh, pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. That's just kind of how it is. But <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it right. honestly, it, it helps you grow. It helps you build 
you know, relationships that are going to benefit you for your future. Well, it also shows the strength of your relationship, you guys. Oh, it does. Like, oh, yeah. it does, bro. Yeah, I mean, we go all the way back up. playing football, yeah. being in class together. And, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of memory there. There's a lot of story background that goes behind both of us. So I'm very happy that he was able to come out here and actually share his story. I know it's definitely going to be a big hit. Uh Make sure you guys follow him. If you can, Steve, share all your shit with these guys so that way they know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I really have, like, only two social medias. It's just Steve Cortelli, Steve underscore Cortelli, C-O-R-T-E-L-L-I. And then, you know, of course, just Steve. Uh, and that's it. And then I, I stream, uh, which is connected to one of my other channels that, of course, they would find if they were to find me, like my YouTube channel, which is attached to my Instagram. That's good. The simpler the better. Like, exactly. all right, I know exactly how to. Hey, yeah. it stays in your head. Yeah. I crawl. I crawl YouTube channels all the time. Yeah, I know. You know. You already know. It's the, I know where they're gonna you click. Know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. awesome. But uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me on, and it's been a great time talking with you, man. I'm excited to see this podcast grow, and the more guests you guys have on, you know, gonna Absolutely. be more inclined to tune in without For a doubt. Sure. Sure, we gotta get you back on here sometime. See, we gotta have return guests. Oh, absolutely, do. always do. Yeah, sure. you know, get a little status update on the podcast growth, and you know, yeah. the YouTube channel. Absolutely, yeah, go with Absolutely. that. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! Well, yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for tuning into us this Friday. Um, as usual, we're up here every Friday. Uh, I'm not gonna jinx you guys with the weather. I've done that enough. I feel bad half the time. I'm like, are we gonna get rain and the fucking storms, hurricane, Listen, it's Michigan, whatever? Michigan, man, we never know. Oh well, yeah, at least we're not getting here. the hurricanes. I feel. But yeah, for sure. So until then, uh, peace. Peace.